Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the Penny Bloom podcast. We are back for our journey through comic book film. I am Colton Robertson. I'm joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And today we are joined by our second guest on this comic book journey through film. A uh, a very beloved figure in my Twitter community. Uh, we got Blaine Rezaj. What's up, homie? What is up, you guys? What is up? I'm so happy to have you today. Uh, I've, I've obviously listened to many, many of your show just because uh, y'all cover everything I want to I want to listen to. <laughs> so uh, uh, you, you want to give man. us a little bit of I wanted to get your insight first. Let me let me lay the groundwork for the folks here. We are covering Batman from 1989 as our next step in this uh, in this comic book journey through film. We've got uh, Batman 89 written by Warren Scarin, Sam Hamm, and uh, obviously characters created by Bob Kane, directed by Tim Burton, and it was released on June 23rd, 1989. What an experience this movie is. I, uh, it was, I haven't watched this movie a ton. And so I'm excited to hear what you have to say about it, Blaine. Go ahead and lay it out for me. Yeah, I there was a miscommunication on my end because I'm pretty sure that you told me to watch the movie Joker because this movie's a fucking <laughs> Joker movie. This isn't a Batman movie. This is a Joker movie. Right, right. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I I like I, I when I'm watching this, I'm like Michael Keaton is almost a non-factor. Uh, like I almost feel like you could have put anybody put anybody in this role. You could have put literally anybody in this role, and they would have been Batman. But Joker is the central focus of this movie. I love this movie. Don't do not get me wrong. This movie is really fucking good. Sorry, I, I'm starting this kicking off with a big ass fuck. But like, no, we cuss literally all the time. <laughs> so I I really like it. this movie. It's it still holds up for me. Every frame holds up for me. Um, I think the only thing I don't care about in this entire film is the Prince score. And I love Prince as a musician, but like it takes it out of this weird timeless thing for me. Yeah, no, I'm 100% with you every mm. once in a while. When one of Prince's songs would kick in, it was kind of like, Oh yeah, yeah you're this, dated. This, <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh, this is 1989, you know, like uh, 80s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, uh, I'm 100% with you. See, I, uh, how, like how if you could give me a guess as to how many times you've watched this movie, how many times do you think you've watched this movie? Um, 
I don't think I'd be able to count on both hands how many times I've seen this movie throughout gotcha. my life. Okay. That's a, th- th- that's exactly what I was looking for. Cause this was like watch three or four for me. This is not, this has not been a staple of like my childhood and everything. So like, uh, see like the staples of my childhood were more Batman forever, Batman and Robin, Batman the animated series. Those were more right. my Batman, you know, uh, Michael Keaton w- kind of, kind of missed me when I was, when I was a younger lad. So I didn't get, get to this movie until five or six years ago. And, uh, you know, I, I think visually it's a very fun movie to look at. I have this problem with this movie where I'm not, uh, a huge fan of any of the characters, you know, like, uh, right. Like I like some of the performances. Like I think Jack Nicholson's take on the Joker is interesting. I obviously love Michael Go as a as Alfred. That's a that's a staple of the '90s Batman movies. No matter who Batman is, that's Alfred, God, which God is bless that hilarious. Man. I love that guy. Um, I mean Kim Basinger as Vicky Vale. I, I <laughs> love me some Kim Basinger, but uh, again, I think kind of the same thing as with Michael Keaton as Batman. You put essentially anybody in the Vicky Vale role, and it kind of comes off the same. I think. Um, it's just, it was just an interesting, it was an interesting movie and I'm, uh, I'm excited to get into it. Joe, how, how are you feeling about this? Cause if I'm not mistaken, this is mm. a first watch. Yeah. I can tell you exactly how many times I've seen it and it, it has been one, um, last night at that. So not a real factor on, on the childhood, but at least I, I knew that Michael Keaton was Batman. It's not like I've, I've, this is like, you know. What Michael Keaton played Batman? What Jack Nicholson played the Joker? I'm like, I've seen clips and some, you know, like uh, some yeah, stuff. Right. You're but, not completely but, devoid of any contact with this movie. But I will say, um, I think the first watch. I think the the movie only gets worse on a second watch, and I, I say that because this watch, I got all of the. Oh, that's such a cool little. It's pull of inspiration from this future Batman movie or like, oh, I see where they got it from or like, what a cool take. But then I think I, if I go back and watch it again, I, I think like I don't get that kind of first watch excitement, that kind of like a season, you know, premiere of a show sort of thing. And I don't mm. think um, I think I start to realize like, oh, yeah, like. All these characters, I don't really care about either one of them, really. But, like, I care about the movie somewhat. That's what's keeping me in it. It's, like, not one character. I don't know. It's a really weird dynamic. Um, that's for sure. But I don't know. I think, um, overall, it wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. I'm not going to – I don't think it was No, not at bad. all. Especially um, since I really, Tim Burton is at the helm here. Like, yeah. Tim Burton fucks it up. I, lo- I love his direction. And, uh, I mean uh, – there, the the style that this movie is coming with, the Gotham City aesthetic that he put mm. forth for uh for this movie, it's I mean probably my favorite Gotham City. You know, I can uh I can almost assuredly say that it's very stylized. Oh yeah, it's just not it's not a general cityscape. You know, like uh like the Nolan trilogy is basically just a a, a blend of real Manhattan life in Chicago and <laughs> yeah. like, it's just it's just Chicago. Yeah, yeah, like it's. So, and I mean, bat like the most recent Batman movie, the Batman, it was a pretty cool, it was a pretty cool new take on Gotham. I would say it's more a blend of like 
this stylized Gotham and that generic cityscape Gotham, mm-hmm. more leaning in the generic cityscape kind of realm. But like, uh, uh, you can tell that it's still like the narrow streets and the narrow alleys and stuff, and like uh, the the bright lights and the and everything. Like, uh, that's what I liked about this Gotham is that it's just grim and dirty. And is Gotham in like New York City? Like, is that like the idea? You know, I think like, it's supposed to in... be New Jersey. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. So yeah. it's like across from Metropolis, sort of thing. Yeah, like that's why Metropolis like, and New York City, and then like, Gotham. In, I've never thought about that until just now. I guess uh, the whole. I don't There's know. There's actually been a map circulating the internet as of late, kind of depicting <laughs> like an old, old DC comic that shows where Metropolis and Gotham City are in oh. relevance. And uh, okay, that makes Metropolis sense. is apparently in Delaware. Um, oh, yeah. Delaware? Metropolis? Yeah. You wouldn't know that from the Christopher Reeve movies. No, yeah, that's just just New York. It's not um, in Delaware. No, yeah. Nothing, like, nothing is thing. in Delaware. Well, and like, in my head, I've always like, <laughs> <laughs> nothing is in can, can Delaware. Can you actually name me anything that's from can Delaware? No, I um, see it. <laughs> D- Dover, the capital city. Um, <laughs> Dover, I no, hardly I can, know her. I, can, I think... Uh, uh, Aubrey Plaza, for some reason, I want to say is from Delaware, who I fucking love. So, okay, fair I, might, I might be wrong on that. It, she might be Rhode Island. I don't even know. Uh, no, nah, but yeah, Gotham. Uh, I, I really loved this take on Gotham, and like, it's. I mean, the Batmobile. That's kind of what I love about this movie is yeah. the style, just the way that Tim Burton stylized his his universe within within Batman. Uh, like, mm. I essentially love every aesthetic thing about this movie i love joker design i love the batman design i love the batmobile i love the way gotham city looks uh the only thing that like i'm not a huge fan about the batman costume but there's almost no way to avoid it at this time is that like no matter what it's connected to his shoulder so he has to like turn his entire chest every time he wants to turn and look at something patented keaton turn right there yes yes well that's what's funny is that like uh it kind of it doesn't it, it doesn't take me out but i did giggle a couple times when he did turn like whenever vicky vale's like trying to get a look at his face and he like he does he does the little turn like i think that shit's so fucking funny Uh, (laughs) the mask is a little chonky it is it is a a bit chonky Um, the cowl looks like absolute shit in this movie it does get a better upgrade in the next one but the when mm. when when he and vicky vale are escaping those those joker goons in the car and he shoots the grapple he's like how much do you weigh Uh, 108 and she just shoot he shoots the grapple gun up and he just does this when he looks up just like bends backwards like fucking trying to do the limbo Yeah, right. No, yeah, that shoot was (laughs) hilarious. I I also love the follow-up line. You weigh a little more than 108. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, damn, man, I was just... She's like, why? He's like, it matters. Let's see. I guess as of so far, in my mind right now, as far as the project is concerned, the only Batman I know is Batman 66 and here. And... I'm trying to think of any aspect that I like of Batman 66 more than here. Um, I think the Batman Batmobile might be risks. close. The Batmobile might be close. The, the only reason is because in 66 it's clean and simple, but here it's like really stylized and cool. And the shields are kind of you know like whoa, that was yeah, kind of out there, but sick. On I mean, um, I don't know. I, I think, but this one, I mean. 
Wait, did the other one have a jet engine on the back too? In sixty six, yeah, that's where it, I yeah. think that's okay, where it fair. started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, but no, I think Batman sixty six took way more risks because you had like a a, a five season television show and then a, and also a movie. So like you have like all this stuff and you, you explored more of like at age of comic books where everything was jokey and silly and. You would the have people aren't like trying to mass murder. They're trying to commit pranks on the hero. Trying to commit pranks, exactly. So like, you had that weird like very PG at the time. Like you have that like very general audience PG. Like you you know kids are gonna watch this movie. You don't have Batman gunning down people. You don't have people like Batman shoving like a piece of 1989 technology out of his gauntlet into a man's fucking groin <laughs> like yeah no that was uh that was incredible uh one thing i uh the my like premiere beef with this movie potentially is that batman does go on like a slight killing spree um oh my god whenever he, he yeah whenever he blows up uh the entire axis chemical <laughs> factory with people inside whenever I think only i think only two batman in the entire run of everybody who's played him in a theatrical release movie, I should, I should say. Yes. Yeah. Um, only two of them haven't killed. Yeah. And I guess you could only narrow it to one. Cause maybe, maybe Adam West killed a man. Who knows? <laughs> like if you watch right. the theatrical movies, Adam West and George Clooney, are like the only two people to not kill anybody. So when people tell me, oh, Batman doesn't kill in the movies, Keaton's the best Batman because he, he's all the, like this, and Batman doesn't kill. Shut up. No, Shut yeah, like he, he murdered a lot of people. He murdered in this so movie. many people. And, in the next yeah, one, more a, so. Yeah, like mm. it's not even. Wow. They obviously don't even acknowledge like the, the no kill rule. You know, like that's never really a thing that oh, even Cross didn't Keaton give a fuck. <laughs> no, yeah, like uh, he goes. You know what I'm going to do to the Joker? How I solve this problem? I'm going to kill him. And like uh you know that's that's kind of an interesting way to avoid the conundrums that we get in like The Dark Knight and uh like the Batman when it came to mm. Batman versus Riddler and stuff like uh you know at least they they struggled with that idea. They were like uh I shouldn't uh I mean, Christian Bale being like, uh, just because I won't kill you doesn't mean I won't let you die is, uh, just because I won't, that, that, that won't always you. rub me the wrong way. I won't save uh, you. doesn't mean I have to save you. I won't save you. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm always like, Oh God. But, uh, I almost prefer for him to just go, yeah, I'll fucking kill you. You know, like <laughs> there are only two outcomes in that entire scenario. Like when you shot that grapple gun on Joker's ankle, there's only two outcomes. Either. He's going to continue to go and do what he did in the movie. Or he's going to let go of the ladder and fucking faceplant into that goddamn cathedral wall and still right. get killed. So, like, there's only no two outcomes. Yeah, that gargoyle is still falling. That's the thing. And he's attached to it. Even if it gets over the building, it's probably still going down. Like, yeah, right. yeah, dude's got no no shot. I mean, he's and his justification just was that, like, you made me 
I made it's you. All, I made you. I take you out now. He's like, oh, I'm you're Batman. such a fucking child. Like, I love, like, I love <laughs> that line from Jack Nicholson. He's like, oh, I say, I, I say, you made me. You say, I made you. You're such a child. You have to be the center of attention. I thought I that mean, shit was hilarious. You know, I guess he fucking should. Michael Keaton's movie. To yeah, Michael Keaton's credit, though, like the Batman before this was not serious whatsoever this was like the first serious in tone bat like a real human batman you know so like this is like that's a huge like that's a lot of pressure on his shoulders to be like the first human batman you know like not comedic and i don't know like like there's a lot of stuff that michael keaton does like his voice was there anyone that did the Batman voice like this before him? Like, was he the first one to do the deep kind of, oh. like... Yeah, because Adam West didn't change his voice. So, like... Adam West like even the phone as Adam West, and he... Yeah. And, well, like, like, even in the serials from, like, the 40s or 50s, whichever ones, the, whenever those came out, they didn't, they didn't change them at all either, so... Have uh, you yeah, guys played a... the Arkham games by chance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Arkham City in specific <clears throat> has like so much inspiration. Like the games have so much inspiration from this movie. And I didn't know that until now. Like when I was watching this movie, there there were some shots that were like literally exactly the same thing that was in the game. Oh yeah. And well, like you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, and those right. like that's I don't know. Like uh that's like a lot of the aspects of this movie, like, were really good. Like, a lot of things I really enjoyed about it. Like, a lot, there were a lot of cool things, like, very cool Batman inspirations that weren't corny necessarily. You know, that were like, oh, this one is actually like, I like, this is my favorite aspect of any Batman. Uh, you know, Michael Keaton. I, I don't know if I can say that about anything of him, if he did it the best out of anyone. Um, but, I don't know. He's the first, and that's that's like a that's big. That's, that's a benchmark. Like, that's a benchmark eh. for sure. And you know, I really, uh, I really do like his take on Bruce Wayne too. You know, I love whenever he follows, uh, when he follows Knox and Vicky Vale into his little personal museum, and mm. he kind of <laughs> like kind of plays them for a second. Like, uh, whenever they're like, "Oh, and who are you?" and he's like, "Well, I'm Bruce Wayne." They're like, uh, yeah, what about is that? It's, I... it's Japanese." Mm. How do you know that? Well, I I bought it in Japan. Mm. <laughs> it's his, it's yeah, his. I bought the bank moment, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm really glad you guys brought up Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. Did you know when Michael Keaton was cast, fifty thousand letters were sent to Warner Brothers saying that they did not want Michael Keaton as Batman. Wow! Wow! Was he established before? Or, like, he was a comedic actor. It's like Mr. Mom and shit. Oh, wow. So, did people think that this was going to be like a repeat of Batman 66? Because, like, with someone like Jack Nicholson, too, who sort of, I mean, he plays some serious roles, but he can play the the funny kind of. Well, no, I guess he's more of a serious actor, isn't he? I mean, he played Jack in The Shining a decade before. Yeah. So, I guess he's more known to be serious. People people didn't want Michael Keaton as Batman, and that's. Now everybody's like, they should bring Michael Keaton back, and they are. He'd literally been Beetlejuice a year before. No one wanted Robert Pattinson as Batman. Everyone was like, oh, get that Twilight. Like, oh, no way he's going to be good as Batman. Look at what what he did. 
You I know? like, like the, uh, there was like one metric that I saw someone pose that I don't think is like foolproof or anything, but I do think it's like, oh, that's cool to think about is like what makes you what lets you know that a great actor is playing the role of Batman is if you could also see them playing the Joker. And uh, I think you can with Michael Keaton. I don't think that's like foolproof. Like, I don't think that's like, oh, it's only good if you can also see them playing the joker no like there are like i can't really see ben affleck playing the joker but i still i can't see christian bale playing a joker oh no shit i could i could i could kind of get there i guess now that he's played like gore Gore the god yeah yeah i think now that he's played gore maybe but like no I, i i still can't see it like i can't see him putting on like the whole face makeup and everything i don't know right i don't know no, yeah, don't don't get me wrong. I don't think it's foolproof, but I did think it was relevant with this discussion of Michael Keaton, considering he did play a character like Beetlejuice literally yeah, a year before. True. Um, yeah, I, I I certainly could see him playing the opposite side of this of this coin here. Uh, can't say the same for Jack Nicholson. I don't think he uh I don't think he's Batman material. <laughs> mm. No, yeah. yeah, no, I don't. I don't think the suit would. He'd look really funky in a suit. If funny. like a suit were to be made around Jack Nicholson's body, that'd be kind of funny uh, to see. But it'd be like it'd guys... be like a Halloween costume that I would wear. Where it'd be a little <laughs> bit bigger. It'd be like a little bigger in the midsection. It's a Ruby's like, costume just for you. Not, he's not six foot three or anything. He's not a tall guy. It's like <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing that like uh and because after this, I turned on um like the opening scene of the new Batman movie just to watch it again i don't know just you know it was after this and i'm like ah let me let me just turn it on you know just get a get some some good juices flowing and it's uh as he's walking into the first crime scene and he's like kind of towering over all the cops you know because batman's just tall and he's looking over and i look over to my girlfriend i'm like see that that's why i just i can never be batman babe like i i i'm too short to be batman You, you can't be short and be batman you just you're not intimidating if you're five foot six and you walk up to someone, and you have to look up to them in a Batman costume. You know, it just doesn't work. So, like, It'd be funny if Michael Keaton uh, was walking around like <laughs> doing the limbo, looking up at everybody because yeah. he was so, like five foot eight. So I'm comfortable in my life. I know I can never be Batman. That's okay. I got Spider Man. I prefer him. Um, right. Yeah, I like the suit more. So um, I'm 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 all good with that. But in that armor. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you guys know the really quick. Do you guys know about the? Uh, uh, the the Joker fiasco of this movie. I do not. Dude, I saw it on IMDb. I think, which is insane. If it's what I'm thinking um, about the casting, I yes. Oh my god, please. I want. I want to know I, more. I just mind if I it. share. I want to know more. Yes, please. Okay. <clears throat> so or no, I don't. Don't want to know more. <laughs> yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Uh. So so. Uh. Warner Brothers at the time. Uh, they're trying to figure out who can we get to play the Joker. Well, obviously, Jack Nicholson being the big star that he is in The Shining, they took like a picture of him from The Shining, and it looked like the Joker. Well, first of all, they were like, Willem Dafoe is a good casting choice. They were considering Willem Dafoe. Um, obviously, he he just be a great joker even though he's just like oh, yeah. what a compliment that I mean, is he's still a, he's still a so popular fan cast to this day he still is yeah exactly yeah. like 
Anyway, so they, they took a picture of, like, Jack Nicholson uh, from The Shining, and they colored him to look like the Joker, and they're like, oh, that's our Joker. But we can't get Jack Nicholson. Like, that's crazy. We're never going to be able to get him. So they, they talked to Robin Williams. Robin and fucking Williams. Robin Williams. And they're like, yeah, man, we want you to be the role of the Joker, and he's all for it. Robin Williams is all for it. And he's like... And then they talked to Jack Nicholson and he's like, yeah, we're considering talking to Robin. Like we're considering Robin Williams for the role. And Jack Nicholson goes, nah, that part. They use Robin Williams as fucking bait to get Jack Nicholson. And that completely ruined Warner brothers for Robin Williams. Like he like, like what they did with him in Aladdin. I don't know if you know that whole thing either, but like, he mm. like distanced himself from Warner Brothers for like a super long time, um, because of that whole situation. Like they, they used him as to say, "Yeah, we want you to be the Joker, but we want Jack Nicholson before you." That's nuts. Yeah, that's the second time in this project where he was like an original idea for a character, and then they ended up going a different direction. The first time was Howard the Duck. Uh, he was going to no be the shit. Voice of Howard the Duck. No yeah. shit, I and, did not uh, know that. I'm, yeah, I'm and then he read he read the script. Time. Yeah, he read the script and was like, "Oh fuck no, I can't do this." <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, which is just that's just hilarious. But uh, you no, know, I honestly, know I don't know. I love Robin Williams, but I don't think the Joker is his role. I think he would have been more Caesar Romero esque, Batman sixty six type uh, type uh, Joker, uh, where it is a little bit more like I can see him playing the the prankster type Joker, not the murderous type mm. Joker. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. They also like offered him the role of the Riddler, Batman mm. Forever. Mm. That I can see even. But he turned that down because of the whole Joker, Joker thing. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, we did end up getting Jim Carrey out of that, so. We did. So, you know, I'll take it. But uh, you guys ready to do some favorites? Mm. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, let's, yes. Let's get into it. So, as the listeners may know, and as I uh, I, I sent our, our boy Blaine here, the good old, the good old doc. I should have it up on my phone. <laughs> uh, perfect, perfect. Yeah, we got to, we always look for favorite line, favorite scene, favorite shot, favorite performance, and favorite character. So I was thinking we take this one at a time. We all go. We we all get one. We all get ours in, and we go on to the next one. So, uh, I, let's start with favorite. Uh, let's start with favorite line. Who's uh? Let's get mm-hmm. Blaine. Blaine will have first dibs on all of these. So, uh, you you go ahead. I have a couple. Um, they're all go from Jack Nicholson's Joker. Mm. <clears throat> it's Bob. Um, remember. You're my number one a guy. Yes. <laughs> my God. Yes. The best, without a doubt, the best delivery. Honestly, I think that that was a, a, a take that Jack Nicholson did not think was going to make the movie. <laughs> uh, legitimately. I, I rewound it and watched it again because he starts and he kind of like goes a little crazy and you can see it in him that he's kind of like, oh, well, this one's kind of scrapped and he just keeps going though. And then he, like, kind of can't believe it as he walks off screen. He kind of is like, that might work. And, like, yeah. it's, I think they were just like, we'll keep it in. Like, I, like, I don't know. I've watched it so many times, that scene in specific, because I swear that was just, 
him going Bob, crazy. The guy who plays Bob is actually a personal friend of Jack Nicholson's. Oh, no shit. So, like, they brought him in to, like, be a pair with Jack Nicholson, so that was cool. But there's also the, the, the line of when they're at the um, Joker is going through in that big balloon in the, in the like, parade float type of deal, and, and mm. uh, Batman swoops in uh, with the Batplane, and he, like, takes the balloons away, and he's just like, Bob, done. Bang. <laughs> yes, yes. Bob? Like, all right. I'm going to need a minute. Boys, I'm gonna need a minute. That was yes, that was hilarious. I absolutely loved that part. What's uh, what's your other? What's your others? If you got you got a few from Jack Nicholson, right? Those were the two from Jack Nicholson that I that I really like the most. Mm. Where like they all deal with Bob, uh, but you can never get past the Michael Keaton's. You want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Yes, that was. I was gonna bring that up. Will he made some mistakes? Then he had his. Lights out! You want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. I was like. I'm so intrigued by that scene because, like, is so he random. trying to, yeah, like, is he trying to, like, act so vastly different from Batman that it would seem like no way this guy could be Batman or, like, uh. I think, I think so. That, that's kind of the idea I got is okay, that. Okay, cool. He's out, uh, he wants to. Yeah, he wants to kind of be like macho as well. In the in the situation he wants to be like, all right, I'm I'm the man. I got to take over here. And he's like, I'm just going to go fucking AWOL. You know, I'm not Batman here. I can't just be fucking ninja, you know, fucking and just take him out, obviously. Right, so he's right. got to just go crazy mode and hide all the ninja moves in the Wanna chaos. Yeah. Come on. Let's get nuts. No, that shit was fantastic. Uh, but Joe, you got you got some favorite lines for us? Yeah, I I, I was thinking maybe the um, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? It's boring though. The only reason I was thinking it is because um, just freshman year of college, guys would this one dude would just say it as he got just belligerently drunk, and I never knew where it came from. I thought it was literally just a random thing that he said. And you and were like, this man's now, fucking crazy. Watching this movie, when Jack Nicholson says it, I'm like, what the fuck? That is where it came from. Like, of all, like, anyway. But the actual line I'm going to go is the Enema line. Um, uh, just uh, about him, Batman getting all the press, um, and uh, that he, the town needs an Enema. This town so, that's enema. a classic. That's a classic. No, but uh, we didn't really go into the fact that this was the first time that on screen we actually got a hashing out of uh, Batman's origin story, too. Uh, oh, you know, Batman 66 obviously does not give that any about that. Oh, go for it. Go for it then. So Adam West was very upset that he wasn't asked to reprise the role of Batman, even though he was 60 at the time. Excuse me. Come on. Tim Burton never went to him with this idea. He has said in an interview uh, since then that his thought of Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne during that flashback was to have Adam West and Julie Newmar come back and play those roles. Oh, yeah. That'd be, that would have been fun. Then you would have Batman get shot. Twice or three times or four mm. times, however many times he gets shot. <laughs> no, that's pretty fantastic. I would have, I would have liked to seen that. I'd have been, I've been Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. Oh, 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 I love oh, the, the fact that Michael Keaton 
goes on to play Vulture. Goes on to link up with possibly the most powerful superhero of all time, Morbius. <laughs> Insane post credit scene that makes zero sense whatsoever, but the team-up of the century. That we're They're all starting the Sinister for. Six, man. Oh, oh come man. on, dude. Because that makes it, perfect sense. Morbius? Uh, Throw him in there. clearly Fuck. not just a money-grabbing scheme. Uh, but, no, I... Uh, Who is I also really the Joker? Holy shit, it it goes so It's deep. all connected! <laughs> Vulture is Batman, and Morbius is the Joker, and Morbius really has a lot of Joker moments. And Mo- I, feel like time fucking, is... I feel like Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny with that big pinborn with the big, all the red strings and everything. <laughs> like, it's all connected! <laughs> it's all connected! Uh, Charlie Day is fucking fantastic, but uh, I... Uh... No, I really did like the part of the movie where, like, Vicky Vale, like, follows him around and he just, like, places the roses on the spot where his parents were shot and killed and stuff. And she's like, this motherfucker! What is the significance of this alley? Why is he giving the alley flowers and not me? And that was another thing for me that I thought was, like, interesting is that, like, this take on Bruce Wayne and Batman is that, like, Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne are apparently not super significant figures in Gotham and Bruce Wayne, everyone's like, who the fuck is this guy? You know, like it's not like of note that his billionaire parents mm. uh, got shot and killed in an alley. Apparently nobody remembers that. Um, but I he is that. known, isn't he though? Is he just known as a billionaire? Because like in the beginning, whenever he's like, Oh, I'm Bruce Wayne. And he was like, Oh fuck. You know, he, he kind of like, well, yeah, I was, I was thinking like, uh, well, they knew they were in Bruce Wayne's house. They knew he was rich. Ah. But as they were like walking around and everything, they were like, uh, who is this guy? Like, what does he do? Uh, Like, what is Yeah, you're right. You're right. So like, I was like, it's just interesting that like, uh, in comparison to a lot of modern day Batman adaptations where like Bruce Wayne is a a famous person, you know, like everyone knows Bruce Wayne and Gotham. Everyone knows the murder of Thomas and Martha Wayne thought it was interesting that like journalists didn't know that happened it's mm. crazy yeah like like people who would report that sort of thing were not aware that it, and obviously it was probably a little bit before their working time but uh regardless uh i did i did really really like this take <laughs> on the uh, origin especially since like the twist that it like was joker before he was joker uh, also, the dude who hmm. plays Young Joker, Young Jack Napier, him in a role as the Joker, he just fucking looks like it. Oh, yeah. Looks like an Alex okay. Ross Joker. Oh, that's spot fucking on. Yeah, he does. That's crazy. Hmm. Like, I don't think I've ever seen that man act in anything else. Oh, dude, Harvey Dent. Billy D. Williams, dude. Yeah, seeing him pop, I had no idea. That that was, I had Bobby zero clue. Did. And I mean, I guess he didn't really have much in the movie, you know. A it's lot, a goddamn but... shame we never get to see him as Two Face. Dude, I, that's when I first saw him as Harvey Dent. When I first saw him come up as Harvey Dent, I'm like, no fucking way this dude plays Two Face, and I didn't know it. And I'm waiting the whole time. Like, I'm like, kind of the whole time, and it kind of dies down, and then like, Near the end of the movie, I'm like, wait a minute. We didn't get Two-Face, like, at all. Like, uh, what's the next movie. But you do get him as Two-Face in the Batman 89 comic. Uh, uh, yep. And and, and yeah. you also get him in the Lego Batman movie. 
that that too. Yes, you do. I forgot about that. That is that is true. <laughs> uh, forget the Lego Batman. Well, movie, well, man. well. What have we here? Well, well, well. What have we here? Oh, hmm. Batman! Fucking love Lando Calrissian, baby. Billy D. Williams. What a fucking legend. I almost threw him down as my favorite character or favorite performance, <laughs> just fucking cuz. Fucking <laughs> love the charisma, the charisma okay. that Billy D. brings to the table. But uh, for my line, I'm gonna go classic. I'm Batman. Little little Andor reference now, um, which is crazy. The guy that he's shaking up is Elu Uluf Ulaf Uluf Ulaf. Okay, yeah. Um, but now that that's crazy. That like how how it lined up like that. How we're like oh, yeah, the timing of us recording, yeah. the timing of that that. I mean, just last week we. Wow, and I typed in on the sheet for your line. I'm Andor instead of I'm Batman. Um, <laughs> so there we uh, go. No, um, he actually wasn't supposed to say I'm Batman. What was he supposed to say? I think the line was like, "I am the Knight" or something like that. I'm vengeance. Yeah. So that like, been, they, that would have been really weird the, if the you original went, script. I am was, the Knight. I am the Knight. That's why, like, they use that in the because the Batman animated series was was very inspired by you know these two mo- the the Batman eighty nine sure. and, and Batman Returns. Well, yeah. So like he was supposed to like I I am the Knight, and then he just goes Michael King goes, what if I just say Batman? And then it just became a big fucking cult classic line. Obviously, yeah. I mean, like it's hey, he I, did I, that. He did I, that. I, read an article that was like what are the the greatest movie lines from the 1980s and it was like uh like the top two were like no i am your father and i'm batman and i'm like there had to have been better lines in movies than i'm batman uh but regardless i fucking loved it uh i think it's a i mean it's obviously just it's a defining moment for batman's history because I, have you guys watched Neighbors? Mm-hmm. Rogan and Zach my Batman. No, no, no. Bale's oh, yeah. my Batman. Yeah. Bale's my Batman. No, I'm Batman. No, I'm Batman. And they do. They go back and forth doing their their Batman impressions from the Batman they know. So yeah. I thought that. Uh, I thought that uh, shit was. In a '80s movie quote for you. Say hello to my little friend. There's yep, a little classic, scar, an classic. actual Scarface reference that is actually Scarface. Yes. Um, yes. Legendary, some legendary '80s movies lines. Uh. Wax on, wax off. Terminator, I'll be back. I'll and be that back. looks like that's about it. So honestly, not that many. And I'm Batman. That's pretty big as to uh, compared is, to those. It so big. it is pretty um, big. No, no beef, no beef. But uh, how about uh, how about a favorite scene? How hmm. you feeling about that, Blaine? Ooh, has to be the bat plane going up to the moon. Oh, it's so fucking yeah. 80s cheese, but like, it's fucking rad. Is that like, your favorite shot? That's a really good shot. Like, that's okay. Whole plane sequence yeah, is great. Mm. Like, you can't hit the broad side of the fucking barn. Like, with all those guns that he has and missiles and shit, he can't hit anything. But like, when he goes up to the moon mm. and you just see the bat logo, it's just like, it's couldn't get awesome. away with that today. Oh, no so is it, are you taking that whole sequence like as your scene or do you just want that as your shot? 
that whole that whole bat plane sequence. So you want that as your as your as scene? My, that's that's okay. my yeah. That's that's got to be my favorite scene. The entire I fuck thing. With that. I fuck okay. with that. Okay. Oh, yeah, that was a fun. That is a really fun sequence. That's uh, it's it's pretty electric because like you see it show up and you're like, oh shit, yeah, like we're we're taking it here, you know, like uh, you see the bat plane in Batman sixty six. But it's more the bat copter at that time. It's just, yeah, it's a helicopter. Uh, it's just a literal, literal helicopter. A literal helicopter like, with like <laughs> wings put on it. So like, uh, like a a makeshift helicopter at that too. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Together, like it's like a bike or something. Hilarious. Like oh, that that was so. Oh man. But yeah, this was yeah. It did kind of just pop out out of nowhere. Um, fucking loved it though. Uh, what was the line you went with? Um, that you ended up going with, Blaine. Uh, I, I had, down in the... had you're my number one a guy and that's I had, right or or Bob Gunn and then he shoots Bob. It was those two for sure. A guy, number one a guy. Fucking legendary delivery. Uh, but Joe, how you feeling scene wise? Um, I would. Uh, I was thinking of my favorite sequences, and I think. Like, whenever he, like, in Ace Chemicals, whenever, like, the whole setup is happening and he falls in the vat and becomes the Joker, like, mm. actually, I think that's just kind of, I don't know, well, it, it was, the whole setup was cool. Um, I loved the, the smoke bomb he threw down and then watching him <laughs> rise out of there. Like, the smoke bomb's completely ineffective. You can very clearly see him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and why, whenever he comes out of the water, does he come out hand first? Who does that alive? If you're alive and you're coming out of the water, you come out with your mouth or your nose. You don't come out with your hand and then literally just keep it there. It's unless... not like you were buried alive and you're digging your way out. You're in liquid. Yeah, swim. Like, go up. Like yeah, like how are you doing that? Are Grab you your just fucking breath, homie? Yeah, like for what are you treading water but just below like just right there to just have your hand there or um but no, the the inside of Ace Chemicals with the I don't know, that whole setup I, I really liked it. Um I I liked that too. No. So. I what's funny is my my favorite comes right off the heels of that. It's when Joker confronts Boss Grissom and he comes oh. out of the elevator. Oh and yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Is that you, Sugar Bump?" And he's like, "No, <laughs> Sugar Bump." Uh, I fuck, I fucking loved it just because it felt like this. This it kind of felt like a Joker scene that kind of transcends time. Like I can see like any Joker we've ever gotten kind of doing something similar to this. Uh, and I think that you know, in various forms, we've gotten a couple homages to the way Joker conducts business. Like whenever Heath Ledger goes in the dark night and he's like, I'm going to make this pencil disappear, <laughs> you know, like, uh, that's kind of his version of the buzzer gag, you know, like, uh, I feel like that's kind of, uh, I feel like those are kind of like the, the equivalents, but I love, I love to see it, like just the visuals in the scene, the way that he's silhouetted out the whole time. And, uh, he's like all over a woman, a woman. Uh, I, I really, really do like that scene. Uh, I think, uh, I think Jack Nicholson kills it, and uh, the way he just shoots him behind the back, between the legs, everything, and like uh, I thought that shit was fun as fuck. I thought it was very, very Joker esque, and uh, I love, I loved seeing it. I loved seeing it. So uh, I had to, I had to go with that scene. Hmm. That you saying that 
Um, I know I'm kind of moving on a little bit. That that solidifies my favorite shot. I was that was the only thing I didn't have down. Um, was my favorite shot, and yours is probably the best. It is the one I wanted to go with, but I wanted to be different. I wanted to have something different. Um, but no, that that one was sick. Um, him silhouetted in the office, um, walking in there. You know, it's like you haven't seen his face yet, but like you know, he's the Joker. So like you wait for like it, the... but you can the the shape of it's like it's a little pulled back, and you're like, okay, yeah. something's going on here. What's going? You see the and white like, a little bit, yeah. like coming into play. Yeah. Like oh yeah, a, and his delivery of it too, like uh, like. Dying, like he says, like I've died, I've already died once, you know, or something like that, like in a like that line, like yeah. What's what's the line whenever he shoots him? What does he say uh, oh. right then and there? Um, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you here. Let me, uh, let me see if I can't find it. Yeah, regardless, I uh, is it? I'm a lot happier. You can call me Joker, and as you can see, mm. I'm a lot happier. That's right. Okay. He's like, Jack, listen, maybe we can cut a deal. Jack. Jack mm, is dead, Jack. my friend. Damn. You can call me Joker. Uh, but yeah, I, I that shot is fantastic whenever he's just silhouetted by the elevator. But uh Blaine, how how you feeling about your favorite shot? Is it still uh the bat plane flying up right, right in front of the moon? I love that shot, don't get me wrong. It's it's rad, okay? <laughs> like and I don't use that word too often. <laughs> but like uh no, I think the shot when he is taking down those when he's fighting the crooks in that alley in the very beginning and you just see Michael Keaton with the bat with his cape and he just goes, Yeah, and he just makes a big bat. Oh yes. It just descends silhouette on, a, just on an obvious wire because that's not how gravity works. Like Exactly. Um... And he's not even a good <laughs> Batman. He doesn't like take the money away, he doesn't like help the get the wallet back or anything he just like let's tell your friends tell your friends batman and then it's just like and then Olaf's like like, yeah he's like shit man i got everything i i wanted out of this interaction and i i didn't die he's got no he's got to use fear as a tool and how does it start word of mouth you gotta have the crooks go to the other crooks and tell them Yo, I just got beat up by the bat. That's how they start saying. I'm running up to my homies like, yo, uh, so there was this dude who came out of nowhere and like he, he was dressed like a big ass bat. Uh, and he told me to tell y'all about him. That's what I'm doing. He didn't, he didn't punish me in any capacity. He didn't take the shit I stole. He didn't beat me up. He did, Uh, however, kick my friend. He did, however, kick my goon friend about 30 yards through a wall. Right. Um, did, though, I so, did, however, lay a bullet on him, but it didn't stop him. <laughs> I mean, eventually. I mean, you got to think. They eventually. It's the freaking bat. You know, they, that's got to start from somewhere. It's the bat. Know? Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, uh, what? Uh, it reminded me of the discourse whenever the Robert Pattinson Batman trailer came out, and it was the muzzle flash shots where the bullets are just—he's just tanking the bullets off his suit and stuff. And there was a bunch of discourse online about like, oh, Batman shouldn't be bulletproof, and it's like, Batman nineteen eighty nine. This dude gets shot and does not mm-hmm. go down. Like they even make a, a line in the movie. He's like. What's he wearing? He's got some type of body armor on him. <laughs> I guess yeah, he's exactly. not invincible. It's literally <laughs> not even that far out there to believe that a billionaire today, right now, could create a legitimate bulletproof Batman suit. Mm. 
Like, yeah. it's not even that far out there. And you believe in the same universe that there's an alien from Krypton that comes down and fucking can shoot lasers out of his eyes and breathe frost breath and fly and do all that shit, but you can't believe a guy can make a bulletproof vest? <laughs> right? The fuck? Like, fuck? I think it was in know. the Dark Knight Returns comic book that they established that the reason Batman has, like, the big yellow oval at symbol is so that People will target that spot. He made sure that mm. that spot is like a bulletproof area. Okay. That's like the only bulletproof area of the I mean, suit. Think about, it, think about it otherwise. Like he's wearing a spandex cloth suit. Like, you know what I mean? But is it, is it, well, I mean like, yeah, literally in I real just, life. No, 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 movie, I'm just saying it's like, made out of that. But is it like to be believed that it's bulletproof spandex, book, yeah. you know? Probably, like, yeah. In no, like in. Probably. Like mm. in, I think Tim Burton just took this that aspect because the book came out in '86. Like he just made it so like Batman's wearing armor, like a, that armor plated. Yeah, I think that's no, I that's where that came from. In my, I don't know. I'm probably just speculating here, but that's what I'm. No, yeah, thinking. I mean, like, well, there's a very very early on. I think in like Joker's first appearance, Joker shoots the Batman and he tanks the bullet. Like it, it goes, it goes deep in batman's history that he tanks bullets like it's just it's just how it goes but uh no yeah that is that is a good choice for the shot though the uh him descending in the background they're like there's no fucking bat and then he just and it's like oh that's perfect um my favorite shot i am gonna go classic with it again the final shot of the movie um, the bat signal behind him, him on the him on the ledge of the building. I think it's just shot. another example of just classic, mm. classic Batman imagery. And uh, how do we of, call uh, him? He gave us a symbol. He gave us the like I was like, I was like, fuck yes, he did. Like it's not a call. <laughs> it's a warning. Here, it's a tool. Nah. I fucking love I fucking loved that shot. So uh that I just I just Good went shot. with that. Just another another bit of classicness for mm. us. But uh with that, that brings us to performance and character. And uh I think we ought to let's start let's start with uh performance. Blaine, where are you where are you standing? I have to say Jack Nicholson is the Joker. Probably gives mm. the best performance of the whole movie. Like okay. I tend, kinda have to I tend because to again, like I said early on in the pot in the show. <clears throat> excuse me. He's essentially the main character. This really isn't a Batman movie. This is a this is a Joker film. Batman slapped in it. For sure. For sure. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm one hundred percent with you. Uh he definitely I I went back and forth between Michael Keaton and uh Jack Nicholson for my favorite. I I'm gonna settle on Jack Nicholson though, just because he's so like I, there are moments where I I'm not a huge fan of his take uh, every right. once in a while, but uh, regardless, he's doing something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's not just like, uh, like I'm not I'm not saying Michael Keaton's phoning it in or anything. I do enjoy his performance as Batman and as Bruce Wayne, but uh, I just feel like Jack Nicholson had a lot more opportunity to have a lot of fun, and you can tell he probably did. Uh, Whenever they burst into the museum and start committing climate activism protests by uh, splattering uh, classic art. Uh, yeah, that was sick. 
That I mean, that was anything said like busts to like look like Joker. I thought that was clever. Yes, that was fun. That was fun as fuck. And the way he like comes in there and they're like, hit it, and like they just like start dancing and shit. Like that's, I was like again one of those Prince moments. That's just like, oh yeah, this is eighties as fuck. Uh, but still, it was fun, and uh, I, I have to agree on Jack Nicholson there as uh, as my I favorite mean, performance. Shit, in '89 though, here in Prince in the theater, that I mean, that like in '89, that'd be sick. Like they were in their uh, party, and like it was 1999. But no, come on, guys. the The performance goes to Michael Keaton, and it goes to him. It, it Michael Keaton gets the performance. While Jack Nicholson as the Joker gets the character nod, because Michael Keaton, he he did this. He established kind of for real the first serious Batman, and he uh, like a lot of things that Batman still do to this day, which is insane. That's true. Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson, literally some of the shots had to have been just like a one take, and they're like, "Fuck it, good enough." Like, I mean, like, you know, like, I swear, it's it's hilarious because it just works with this, is the thing. It's like, I feel that way, but I love it. And that's why I'm giving him the character nod, is because he made the movie so much fun. And, like, it's, when Michael Keaton's on screen, I'm like, okay, like, let let me see how he does. Let, Let me see how, you know, he can be as Bruce Wayne, um, which, which I think he did a, a good job as well. Um, and, and then when, when Jack Nicholson's on screen, I'm not like, oh, okay, I'm not looking for any, uh, you know, award winning performance here. I'm just looking for what goofy line he's going to say next or what gag he's going to pull, you know, right. is like sort of thing. So, yeah, um, so I mean, I, um, I originally had Jack Nicholson as the performance because I love Jack Nicholson just because I love the shining so much and just seeing him in here, it was, I don't know, I did uh, I don't, I don't know. Don't really like Jack Nicholson as a person, I guess. I just like his roles or yeah, I guess one different. role in specific, but, um, but no, I got, I got to give Michael Keaton the nod because, I mean, because he, this is a, a huge undertaking, even though he's the second Batman. Um, mm. this, this is, is really the first that I would say is, is the first real Batman. I respect, um, I respect it. So yeah, cause I was going to, I was going like, to give Michael Keaton the, the best character. Because of how many traits that they've they've taken from him, mm. Mm. okay, I, that's where I, I was thinking is given character traits yeah, to the different perspectives. They, they're both interchangeable in that situation. That's that's yeah, no, good. That, we that got is, both. Yeah, like we got that. we got like it that. all covered though. No, I, I respect guess. that. Oh. I'm gonna go way out of left field for you for my favorite character because I did say that I didn't really Lady like Williams. any of the characters in this movie. Uh, I'm going Alfred. I fucking loved Alfred. Uh, Whenever I'm going, Bob. In, Fuck it. I'm <laughs> going with Bob. No, yeah. Whenever, whenever he came in, when Bruce was talking to Vicky and Knox, and he was like, uh, "Commissioner Gordon has left uh, rather abruptly," and he's like, "Ah, oh, that's no, that's all right." And then he's like, "No, he left very quickly. <laughs> Get the he's fuck like, out oh, of shit. here." You know, oh, like, uh, like uh, fucking love me some Alfred Pennyworth, man. So like, I had to. Yeah. We I haven't had a bad Alfred, Alfred yet. Never, never been a bad Alfred. We're no. like, we're like five for five or six for six or however fucking many Alfreds there've been. How do you go wrong? Speak, can't speak for the the in between ones, but the ones 
here and before and and uh fucking loved Batman sixty six yeah, yeah. Alfred too. Yeah. Patrick Lee sixty six eighty nine got Michael Caine in the Nolan trilogy. We got Jeremy Irons and we got Andy Circus, man. So like God. That's just such a such a fire succession there, especially at the end with Michael Caine, Jeremy Irons, Andy Circus. Yeah. Like those those are just phenomenal Ooh. actors. Uh and I'm sure this will not be the last time I choose Alfred as my favorite character in a Batman movie, which is kind of oh, probably nuts. not. Uh, yeah, like I, I absolutely love. Uh, I mean, like whenever we get to Batman and Robin, that's some all time Alfred shit right there. But uh, hmm. yeah, man. So uh, that that solidifies all of us there for our favorites, favorite line, scene, shot, and performance. But uh, are we ready to do a little rating? I think yeah. it's time. It's time. Let's do it. Obviously, we're a bit mathematical here on the Penny Bloom Pod. We have four ratings. We take the average of these ratings, and it becomes our overall rating for the movie. The first one will be enjoyment, just how much this movie is resonating with us on a personal level. We got genre, how well this movie is fulfilling. It's sort of, uh, this one's going to be in- interesting because it's it's pretty much purely an action-adventure flick. You know what I'm saying? Not uh I wouldn't consider it a comedy. I wouldn't consider it a drama, no. you know, so like uh, we're, we're going pretty strictly action adventure here. Uh, adaptation, because we didn't want to have to say have to qualify a critical or enjoyability rating with like, ah, but it was a bad adaptation. You know, there are there are good movies that are bad adaptations. There are bad movies that are good adaptations. So we wanted to be able to fairly rate that uh, all all unto itself. And then we've got the critical rating where we take all things considered, acting, writing, direction, score, all these things are considered and more, and it becomes uh, the critical rating of the film. We take the average of those, it becomes the overall rating. Uh, you rhymed there. Start. I don't know if you if you caught that. You had a nice, I, I had also a nice... gave him a... <laughs> I gave him a little... Uh, that was nice. ...reading yeah. guide. Uh, nice. So... Uh, I, I, give, I, give the, I give the guests some heads up before the movie, even. So, like, just to... Oh yeah, I know. I know I've, I've got it all laid out here. So, yeah, yeah. I was like, I do. We do things a little convoluted every time we. I remember when Tavares saw our rating system for the first time. <laughs> he was like, "What the fuck?" Uh, so, uh, oh, this is laid out. Let's, and let's I love everything it. about this. Like, I'm taking this as the Bible at this point. Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, enjoyment wise, where are we sitting with this movie, uh, Blaine? I want to. I want to get uh, sort of your feelings first. Because me and Joe have become sort of of one mind on a lot of things, but that's uh, fair. Uh, I I'm 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 giving this movie. So I'm looking at your your rating scale. I, enjoyment. I'm giving this a solid nine. Like I I'm loving this movie. Uh Michael Keaton still isn't like my favorite Batman or anything. Um, and he, he never really was, but I, I'm loving this movie, man. Like this this movie, like I said earlier, holds up for me. No, it's from the eighties. All right, right. I respect the shit out of that. I respect the shit out of that. Uh, I'm not quite as high on this movie as as a nine. I feel like uh, that's the ceiling. Would be a nine, um, but not too far off. I would say because Superman two, um, we gave a seven. Important. Did not do the Donner cut. Yeah, and um, I was gonna I, ask that. Yeah, I on it like I I come back to Batman '89 before I come to Superman two. I go to Superman one first. That's for sure. Superman one, Flux is the king 
and is still the king of this project so far. Um, but I think this is like a, I think like an eight, maybe. I was, I was about um, where I was coming down. I, I was, uh, seven, I, seven, five, eight, I would say. Oh, yeah, no. I, uh, I'm right. I'm right there with you. Um, I end up. I end up right about there uh, at about an eight. Um, and so uh, I'm. Uh, that's my thing. Is that like I could see myself going as low as seven five. I could see myself going as high as eight five. I'm kind of a uh, kind mm-hmm. of in this in this range. So uh, I want to uh, something I wanted to do with the guests and that I'm excited to do with the guests is kind of get a kind of keep track of your rating your specific exactly what you came to so i'm gonna keep track of what numbers you give everything blaine and i'm gonna end up spitting uh spitting your rating uh so you you gave it a nine joe where are you thinking you're coming down at i think um at because i was thinking eight eight is like really good is the thing and yeah. I mean, it, it, I, I, I did enjoy this. I, I think I will, I will definitely watch this again. That's for sure. This do is you, not a one and done. Are you movie. feeling eight might be a little bit too, too kind for how you're feeling about it? Maybe. I think, I, I think I'm, I'm high off of the, the first watch. I think I'm high off of the, the inspiration, seeing all the inspirations and stuff. If I take this movie in a vacuum, um, I don't know. I, I feel like it, it wouldn't be a big drop off at all. I mean, it'd be like seven. Five would be the lowest, yeah. Like, and I say, seven, I say we seven, split that five, difference. I, I we go seven seven five. You cool with that? I like. I I can I can get behind it. All right, all right, Blaine. As far as this is fulfilling the genre, how are you feeling about it as an action adventure flick? Obviously, all these are superhero flicks, so we oh, get yeah. a little bit more, a little bit more specific. So, uh, how how you feeling about it? I just want to make sure quick. So, like, looking at your the doc you sent me, you have one, five, and ten. Is that like limited, or can I go like between those? You can go anywhere in between. Anything, anything. Like, I didn't know how to specifically. No, regard. no, no. You're good. Like, I, I would, just wanted to make sure. Yeah, um, I would go more like critical to be compared to genre, like the way that I, I rated the critical stuff. Would be that's more, fair. More See, I think this movie knew exactly what it was, but I'm not ready to give it a ten. I'd give it a solid eight. Like eight. All there's, right. there's good action shots. There's good. It's good fighting for, especially for the time and limited, like, like how much you can move in the Batman costume and stuff like that. But like, I don't know, like you can, I feel like you could have done, they probably could have done stuff differently at at that time. And Hmm. I don't feel like it pushed, pushed boundaries enough. If I'm comparing this to say like Superman, Superman made me believe like a man could fly. This movie didn't right, make me right. believe I could go out and be Batman. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm 100% with you. That's a, and that's a good comparison. We gave Superman a straight up 10. We gave that genre was, defining yeah. sort of like, like that's, it this knows, movie knows, knows it's exactly a joke. It to be. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think that's important. Uh, it's, uh, and I, I actually come down in a very similar spot as you. I, I do end up being at about an eight and maybe, maybe, maybe a little, just a little lower. But like, even then, like, I think this is, again, this movie did know exactly what it was. I think it executed essentially exactly as it meant to. I think that like it, I don't think they were like, ah, shit, 
well, we kind of fucked that up. No, I think they did exactly what they wanted to do. And uh, that, that can never be discounted. You know, I think that's always whenever a, a, a director or a filmmaker's vision is executed properly. It's hard to go, ah, but you did bad at it. No, like at least right, you, at exactly, least you did exactly yeah, yeah. what you wanted. Uh, so yeah. like I, I end up, I end up right around the same spot. I end up right around yeah. the same spot. Joe, how you feeling? Yeah. I mean, we get, um, a lot of cool gadgets that, that Batman uses like that one split, uh, make like it made a, where does he zip line on toys? the spot and you know like thing like got a lot of cool gadgets the batmobile the, the bat did the bat plane have a name was it just a bat plane yeah um, it's kind of it. it's essentially what it's called yeah yeah just the bat plane the bat bat everything bat is plane. bat wing bat wing that's yeah. what it's called the bat wing Ooh, bat the wing. bat wing okay thank you i feel like i felt like it had a name it, it felt wrong um but no, yeah, I, I'd say like it was it was really awesome, and the the action was not bad for, uh, for the I, I guess yeah, like for the time, for the time uh, the like because put on him. That was a very uh, stark difference. Whenever I put on the new Batman, the opening scene, and I get the I'm vengeance, <laughs> and then him beating everyone else up, and I'm like, holy yeah. shit, this one scene tops. All of the action. Whenever he that like I comes just watched. cross face and then backhand, it's like, oh yeah, okay, that's that's like nuts. I mean, um, it's <laughs> like it's like it's like that already is better than all of the action combined of Batman eighty nine, pretty much. You know, I'm, well, I I don't want to discredit it that much. That's a little um like for what they had, they yeah, just had like, a lot more camp action. You know, like I'd even yeah. consider yeah, like the, the threat, uh, like was camp. Yeah, the threat of like the cosmetic beauty items you don't know if you're gonna die or not go mm-hmm. ahead and try like that's Every, actually everybody getting sick. all fucking like, dirty and shit yeah, like they're like pimples uh, growing on their faces and stuff yeah, like, I that. Like, yeah, they got, like moles and stuff i like, think I, th- I don't know i like i like eight i think eight is eight's good uh, right, i think it did man. a good job um i'm right there with you and uh adaptation wise i don't think it uh I, I don't think it falls very far either blaine how you feeling there I, uh, I don't know, like, compare, I have a hindsight of seeing how many comic book properties at this time, seeing how many different variations of Batman. Mm. I'm given, especially being a Batman-centric movie and they focus more on the Joker, I'm given this an adaptation of uh, of an eight, again. Um, I think Michael Keane did great. I think Jack Nicholson did great. Like, as a whole, it's it's just not quite there. Yeah, it's honorable. It's honorable, but they didn't like. Oh they, yeah, that was perfect. Like, That's exactly what they I pay, want. They paved the way for for many different adaptations since this movie. Like they take they go back to this movie to get inspiration. But like, mm. which I dig. Don't get me wrong. But like, as a whole, if I'm comparing this to like a comic book version of Batman, it's just not quite there. And it's a good adaptation, but it's not the best no i'm 100 percent with you i'm 100 percent with you and again i'm falling i'm falling around a very similar place you know uh we usually we usually consider it with the comics that came before it less so than the comics that came after it you know uh so when it came to like batman 66 we gave that a seven because the golden age of comics and the silver age mm-hmm. of comics it was kind of like yeah they did a pretty great job of adapting that onto screen and uh i think that with the with the batman uh comics that came before this movie it again did a great job i do have again a little beef with the him blowing up 
a building and killing a bunch of people inside and <laughs> having no having no remorse. That was off screen though. Off screen. Can't confirm that they're can't dead. confirm. They all made it out. Can't confirm. Yep. We don't know. Yeah. It's like when when uh, um no, I'm say his yeah. name. Let's say his name, guys. When uh Zack Snyder did his BVS watch along. He's like, oh, I'm sure those guys are fine. Oh, I'm sure those guys are fine. Yeah, Batman's exactly. just mowing down no, those cars with bullets. Ah, oh, they're, they're, they're fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, like every bullet missed them. It's it's all good. <laughs> Everyone uh, missed them. Their cars. It was won. more. Ah. It was. It was a warning, you know. It was a warning. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I end up being probably more around a seven five. I think for this one is is kind that's of fair. where I end up being. I think that's where I was. Um, because I think it did like the genre score of an eight makes more sense. Like the movie knew they knew what they were doing and eight feels confident. Um, as far as like adaptation, it's like, I don't know if I can be that confident in it, but it's like, it's barely off it's good. at all. Yeah, so like, it's it like feel, very, it's yeah, it's, it's very it honorable, very good. Spirit of Batman and of Joker very, very meaningfully and Vicky Vale, you know, like Vicky Vale was a very good adaptation, mm. I think as well. Um, mm-hmm. Alfred was always always gonna be Alfred and shit. So Alfred's like, always uh, a ten out of ten. Alfred's always a ten out of ten adaptation. You got a really Al- fucking yeah. Alfred, Alfred ranking Nazi. for this movie, ten out of ten. Yeah, or that's, that's, that's just that's a constant. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but no, yeah. Like I think I think I end up being a little bit a little bit lower, uh, a little bit lower, but not not too much lower. So uh, I think that finally brings us to the critical rating. Uh, Blaine, yeah, how are you feeling about it? Overall. I give it about an 8.5 8.5 i really right. like this movie i really like this movie i'm glad they're gonna be visiting this this place again uh come flash in, next year uh well it'll be next year by the time this episode comes up but come 2023 uh <laughs> like like movie's very solid it knows what it's done it's it knows what it's doing like tim burton as his style, and you can see that. Um, yeah, I think overall, eight point five. It's a good adaptation. It's a good movie, and it's uh, it 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 obviously paved the way for what we have today in terms of the I characters. Respect the shit out of that. I respect the shit out of that. And an eight point five overall is not far off from what your average of the movie comes to. Yours on the old tomato meter would be an eighty four percent, eight point four. That's a that's your overall that's your overall score that Blaine gave Dig this that. movie. Yeah, that's yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. That's a good that's a good that's a good adapt that's a good score. That's a that's a real good fucking score. Yeah. Um I if we were yeah, confidently... if we were to give it an eight and a half, that would mean it would be better made than Superman one. We gave that an eight. opinion. Um Um So that's like that's tough. I don't comparing those two movies how they're written superman is better written i think so too uh, i think that's kind of without a doubt but i don't know it's like uh they weren't that wasn't really the focus the focus was just supposed to be let's show off some cool batman shit yeah, and let's have style. a funny ass joker and i think this movie does watch bat oh, does watch superman like it's like yeah like it, it just had a lot so, more. It had a lot more about it. I do think the the amount of heart Superman brings to the table. I don't think Batman quite does that. Um, mm, I I again mm-hmm. find myself at about a seven and a half. Uh, maybe okay. maybe even a maybe even a seven. But uh, let's see. We do some 
some anal- Kowalski analysis real quick. Let's get it. Kowalski analysis. 7.69 or 7.56. I like the 7.69. Do uh do something. I do five. like I do like 69. Yeah, of, of course I like 69. Uh 75. Ah. That 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 is where my gut was actually. Uh, that's where my gut was as well and that ultimately brings our rating to a 77% on the old tomato meter for that's the overall fair. Opinion. I think overall that's fair. I I think yeah, I wasn't. Know, that's why I like getting the guests in here. That's why I like having the different perspectives. I like uh I like getting everybody involved, and I like having uh you know one of our goals with this project was to be a little more critical than we were uh on our last project where we were very yeah. very we got caught up in our rating system on the five point scale and it reflected very, very kindly on every movie. So we wanted to be like, all right, let's, let's really, really try our best to be a little harsh. And, uh, you know, I think, I think a, a little harsh 77, still not bad. That's a great fucking movie. That's a good movie. Oh, uh, that's solid. I'm and, IMDB gives it a 7.5. Okay. So we're, we're kinder than them. How about rotten tomatoes? What's it sitting at on the Batman 89? Let me get her pulled up real quick. Um, didn't have it ripped that's the thing there's so many batman movies you gotta type in the year and years there's too many batman movies to choose from on here i'm sorry oh you're all Um, good one huh it's not at a hundred oh okay 73 yeah thank you wow hello 73 uh critic score 84 percent audio audience score hey look at that 84 percent audience score that's exactly okay. what planes was that's about all the fucking money uh look at that look at look what god made uh but uh hell yeah with that i think we conclude this episode of the penny bloom podcast it was a great joy uh thank you so much blaine do a shameless plug for me real quick thank you so much for being here man Thank you so much for having me. You can follow me at the Blaine ninety six on Twitter. Hell yeah, hell yeah! Thank you so much, Blaine, for coming through. And uh, I, I, we're gonna have you back. We're definitely gonna have you back. Oh hell yeah! You, I appreciate you claim that. Batman versus Superman, so you will be back for Batman versus Superman. Uh, I, I know that for a fact. Um, it's awesome, awesome, but- awesome. Yes, that's that's yours, and uh, we'll continue to put out open calls and anything that's appealing to you just let me know you are oh, yeah. always always welcome uh Thank you so much by the way that podcast comes out around april of 2024 batman v superman so <laughs> it's uh be we'll be covering before you guys do <laughs> <laughs> Be a ways, a ways down the line uh thank you so much joey for being here joseph george thank you very much homie ah uh, always always a pleasure to be here Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And I was Colton Robertson. If you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, including comic book poll lists, weekly uh, book reviews, a lot of the time, movie reviews, a bunch. Uh, if, if Any comic book movies that are coming out right now, they're going to get reviewed on Patreon. You know, uh, we're, we're not going to cover anything on the main show, comic book movie-wise, until it comes up in this project uh so like it, it'll be a ways down the line before we get to that stuff uh if you would head to twitter follow at penny bloom pod follow on instagram at penny bloom podcast and uh remember peace love and bloom and have you ever danced with the devil in the pale of moonlight